It's my three-second rule, like the kind of rules you had in school. Hello there, my name is Lisa Gale, and you're listening to the Gravity Beard Podcast. Do a good German. I must be more angry for I'm being German, you're not in the room. This is so offensive. (laughs) (laughs) It's time to check show. Welcome everyone to the Gravity Beard Podcast. This is episode 30, recorded today in Studio A. Thank you as always to our listeners. We appreciate your continued support. Today you'll hear again from the Hounds of Czar. They're a musical outfit from Swansea, South Wales in the UK. They made their first appearance in episode 28 with Lisa Gale. We enjoyed the interview with them so much that we felt it justified its own full-length episode. And be sure to stay tuned to the very end when we'll play a few of our favorite Hound songs, including their cover of Lisa's song, The Three Second Rule. Also, just know that this episode isn't as long as it seems because it includes all that extra music. Hope you enjoy. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. I'm here with the members of the band, the Hounds of Czar. Gentlemen, thank you for coming on the show. Hey, not a problem, no man. Problem. A pleasure. Thank you for having us. I'm Rod. I'm the, I'm the guitar and I do the rap in the video. I'm Wayne and I uh, sing and play whatever instrument is closest to me. <laughs> I'm Ish. I just sing. Uh, I'm Steve, and I do nothing on the song. No, so but, but he's our roadie. <laughs> oh, that's nice. It's a mascot slash roadie slash... Driver. Manager. I know almost nothing about it, but well seems like a great place. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's an unusual opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's wet at the moment, and we're cold, but uh, it's uh, got some nice castles and all that malarkey. It's quite ancient. Yeah, we have lots of history, but no future. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds lovely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. So where are each of you from originally? Uh, we're all from Swansea, pretty much. Like myself, Wayne and Steve, we've known each other since we were about three, four, five years old. And we're now wow. 40. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is a bit pathetic. <laughs> I'm going to get some real friends. So tell me, how did it all begin, and how long have you guys been together? Um, about f- five, six years, I think. Um, it just started, like, myself and Wayne, we've been doing this kind of thing for a long time with me, and, and with Steve, since um, pretty much when computers were invented. It's true. It's true. It's true. As soon as, like, you could get a home computer and we could record on it, that was it. We could just... We just started making music. Yeah, we've been doing this since we could record um, on a computer, basically. So, um, yeah, like we started the Hamza's on about 2010 and Ish. I was in a band with Ishmil. We were on, both of our bands on a record label. And they were finishing one album when the drummer left. So I stood in to finish the album and do a tour. Uh, And then we became friends and that was probably about... 20? No, how many years ago? 20 years? I don't know, probably about... Probably was 
Yeah, about 16. Yeah, about 16 years ago. Yeah, I'm horrifically old. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's how we uh, we met Ish. Um, but yeah, and the Hamzas are. That's just one other name. We were doing stuff under the Buff Monkey Ensemble before, and uh, yeah. Computer Feelings is another band name. <laughs> Computer Feelings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think basically, Rodri and Ishri were in proper bands playing Glastonbury and things like that. And then they ended up somehow in my bedroom recording <laughs> the silliest music. It's better, actually. It's well, much more fun. Yeah. <laughs> Where did the name The Hounds of Czar come from? Uh, that came from it's something I misheard a long time ago. It was from, um, uh, do you know the young ones? British comedy, the young ones? Yeah, like Rick Mill. They they did, Dated a, really badly. Yeah, they they did um uh, a TV uh, show or a one-off called Bad News. It's like the British version of Spinal Tap, and um, one of the bands that uh, someone in Bad News used to be in was called the Hounds of Zal or the Hounds of Zalton or something. But I misremembered it, and then I remembered it some years later, and I was like, this is such a cool name. But then when we saw the documentary. Um, it was wrong. Totally wrong. <laughs> yeah. Which is, which is about an appropriate start, really. <laughs> yeah. No, it's the best, without doubt, the best band name I've ever been in. I've, I mean, Hounds are, I'm proud to say <laughs> I'm in this two pence outfit <laughs> because of the name. Oh, yeah. So cool. So tell me about the band. How would you describe it? This, this band does not, um, we have certain rules about the music we play. You're allowed to record it once. Uh, you're allowed no retakes. Um, the music has to be written on the spot, so we're we're pretty spontaneous. In fact, the the three second rule cover, without doubt, is the longest song that we've ever recorded. Usually, our songs are about fifteen twenty seconds, <laughs> a bit longer than that, maybe. But, but a yeah. minute, a minute. But uh, yeah, we're we're mainly a studio project, but we've made yeah. we've made a, a film. Yeah, we made a, a twenty minute long film, short film, musical. that's doing the festival circuits. It's been shown at one. <laughs> yeah. So he said festivals, but he meant doing the circuit of film festival. Yeah. But yeah, we're, we're not we're not very popular. No. <laughs> we like us. Yeah. How or why did you decide to approach your music that way? I, I think it's got something to do with the amount of time that we have. We we try and slot things in around uh, a nine to five job, and we don't get often get the opportunity to all meet up. So when we do write a song. Uh, or um, mess about some instruments. We try and cram it all in about three hours. And sometimes we've written four songs in about three yeah. hours. We managed to do the the three-second rule song. We learnt it, played it through, recorded it, and did the video in three hours. Yeah, about three and a half hours. Yeah, about three, three and a half, half hours. hours. Yeah. So it's like, it's like our concept album. It's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, the longest piece of music. Yeah, we've got like 300-odd songs. We literally just like, oh, there's by the bus stop today right let's write a song about it and then we record it and then just move on to the next song yeah or thought it's like going to the lavatory we just do it and flush and then carry on how would you describe the style of your music oh uh, style um anything goes yeah anything goes we, we do hip-hop we do uh folk we do pop we, we do, do metal do metal whatever we've just listened to and we want to rip off Pretty much. Yeah, we have quite low a low threshold of quality, so we can really get away with pretty much anything we think about. 
yeah, the three second rule I think is the only cover song that we've done. No, we've done uh, Little Wings oh, yes. by Gormley, what's his name? I hated that. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought the other song the Lisa song was so much stronger. You know, it was fun to play. Yeah. What yeah. what was the other song that you did? Oh um uh, so Mark Gormley. Mark Gormley. Little Wings. Little wings. He looks like a corpse that has been exhumed <laughs> and just with a bright light shining on his face. It is the most unsettling watch. But I think there's a common thread. I mean, you guys definitely have a style or a sound. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that could be put down to my guitar. I've got a special uh, four-string guitar um, that I've, I've got a special tune into it. And we've written the majority of songs on that. So we've definitely got our own sort of sound as far as notes are concerned. To be honest, one reason we, we sound as though we've got a sound is often Rod plays exactly the same music <laughs> in a different song that he's played in a, uh, one, an earlier one. So the reason they kind of sound similar is they're probably exactly the same. Yeah, if, if you change the vocal <coughs> harmony, you can get away with murder. You oh, can yeah. make it sound like a totally different song. <laughs> when did you first hear of Lisa Gale and the Three Second Rule? Um, I think it was a friend of mine, Ian Holloway, um, and he sent it to me on Facebook. And he knows, like, I like sort of weird outsider sort of uh, things anyway. And he sent it to me, he said, you should check this out. So I checked it out and, um, like, I just thought it was really strange. Like, the mu- the production side of the music was really weird, but the the song was really catchy and really cool. And um, so I was like, guys, you've got to hear this, you know, should we get together and, and do a cover and see... Uh, but basically, if we could, uh, you know, go viral or, you know, just jump on the bandwagon to see if, if we could get a few hits from doing it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, so that that's pretty much how it came about. And then, then we did start to see all the sort of trolling and people being really, really nasty mm. yeah. to Lisa. And we, like, oh. and we were like, you know, this is, this is pretty sucky. Mm. Let's, like, be nice to her and make her, let her know that... You know, we're not taking the the mic that we actually do like the song. It's a great song, you know, totally, really, really great song. But the the production of the original, to me, it sounded like um, Seinfeld, Seinfeld, you know, the TV program, you know, the bass, (laughs) (laughs) like like that. And I just found it, I don't know, it just really, it was just so strange to me. It was like, it was like a country song with line dances in the video, but then the music was just so strange it's like it didn't belong together but once you look past all that you know it's a really catchy song and the three second rule is a different meaning over here as well in the uk it means um the three second rule is when you drop food on the floor oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. and um if you drop say you're eating a sandwich and you drop a sandwich on the floor someone will say three second rule which means that you've got three seconds to pick it up and you can still eat it. Yeah, it takes uh, germs three seconds to get. Yeah, it. <laughs> and it was on the BBC website as well. They did some. Um, they looked into the the uh, science behind it yeah. to see if it mattered or not, and uh, it doesn't matter it's to do with how dirty your floor is. I, <laughs> I like the lyrics well, as well. I think I think that the message is is entertaining in the song. Yeah, it's like the idea of you know it's not about infidelity. It's about setting limitations on how long you're allowed to ogle members of the opposite sex. So yeah. I think that's kind of progressive, you know, even though a lot of people thought it was just bullying. Well, I don't mean to disgust you, but over here we have the five-second rule. Whoa! Whoa. You, can't go, you cannot go five seconds. You'll die full poison. Well, and I've got small children, and they don't have a time limit of any kind. Yeah. <laughs> what sort of what sort of damage? You know, if, if you see one of your kids eating something that you think, whoa, uh, maybe not... 
Um, generally speaking, though, fluff doesn't damage kids, does it? <laughs> it could choke on them. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right, digressing. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have children? No, no, funnily enough, I, I haven't. Thank God for that as well, because they'd be in yeah. real trouble. Like, for example, for me, I don't like like it when kids are sticky. You know, if you, you're sort of, I don't know, walking a kid across the road and they hold your hand and they've got a sticky hand, they tend to let let go and let them take their chances. But I'm aware of the fact that that's something you probably wouldn't consider if you, you know, actually had the responsibility of looking after them. You wouldn't just think, that kid's yeah. too sticky. <laughs> you know, I, I don't make a distinction between sticky and not sticky kids. That Those are just called kids. Right. I've been told by the rest of the boys to shut up for a minute now so you can carry on. No, I'm, I'm quite fine with this direction. What are some of your other impressions of the song? Yeah, um, I, I think something that we miss is her personality as well. You know, shines through it, I think. I'm a big fan of hers. I'm friends with her on Facebook and stuff and... Uh, yeah, when, when, when I told Wayne that we were going to do this, he got really nervous. He thought, oh, is she going to be on at the same time? And he got a bit starstruck. <laughs> so I, I was like, it's okay, Lisa Gale's not going to be online. Another reason as well we were interested in the song was because, like Rod said, because of all the trolling that she was getting. And as much as, you know, uh, trolling is something which takes three seconds, is completely anonymous. And she had the balls to record, produce her own song. And, you know, whatever you think about it, that's a braver move than the criticism that she was getting. Yeah, yeah. 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 And also another reason why people shouldn't give her so much shit. She's, she's, she's a person, she's a hairdresser, you know? She's not somebody who spent 60 squillion dollars of somebody else's money on it. Somebody having a go. And I always think, oh, you know, that's exactly what we do. So, well, we applaud it. That's why we thought we should stick up for a bit and let her know that, you know, there are people out there who liked the song and think that what she's doing is cool, you know what I mean? And also, yeah. the internet, I, I don't, I'm, I'm an idiot, right, and I'm quite old, so I don't really understand the internet, but Wayne is like a computer genius, and from what he shows me, the internet has limitless possibilities, so why would you just spend the entire time calling other people wankers on it? It doesn't <laughs> yeah. make any sense, doesn't make any sense. I absolutely agree. Tell me about your version of the song in, in the video. Um, well, our version of the song was like we we cheated. We laid the track down, <laughs> the original track, and we just played over the top of it. Did we? <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we did. We laid the track down, and then we, we basically replaced all the bits in the song, apart from the middle eight with it with the really strange harmonies, um, which Rodri done a little. Which rap. I did a rap. Um, and we basically replaced it instrument for instrument and then took away the original track. <laughs> Hang on, no one, no one would have worked that out if we hadn't just grasped ourselves. <laughs> Rod, you don't exactly have the appearance of someone who would have rap skills, but I thought you pulled it off perfectly. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'm, I tell you what, I can... I'm a, I'm a rocker, I'm a roller, I'm a soccer MC, oh. and I'm killing down under... No, I can't. Stop, 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 it. stop. stop. <laughs> No, I can't really rap. But I did it in more of a, like a London accent, didn't I? Three second rule, you, you plan. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, it wasn't your real voice. No. So, and, and the, the video was literally like, okay, I, I, I'd made a music video for a band called uh, Brigade UK Band. And um, I had some vests left over, white vests. And Wayne was in that video. If you look on YouTube for Brigade uh, Camouflet, is the name of the video. It's Wayne running around in a vest. Uh, 
arm wrestling older men in helmets. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, we had some. I had some vests left over. I was like, Wayne, put a vest on. <laughs> get into bed. Because, you know, it's in the house. It's Wayne's house. <laughs> yeah. And um, it looks really low rent, doesn't it? Yeah, um, I just made it look. Well, my house. Well, you, you and your house. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, the budget for the video seemed to be rather limited, and the location seemed to be, well, not very exotic. No, no. It's in Wayne's bedroom. The, it's an uh, affordable terraced house. Yeah, the budget was like, well, it wasn't a budget. We shot it mainly on a mobile phone, if I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Steve did a lot of the, the filming on it. Um, and it, it was Did I? a means to an end, really. It was just like, right, we've done the song, let's do a video. Okay, let's go upstairs. You get into bed, put a vest on. <laughs> put the synthesizer on the bed. Yeah. yeah. And he was, he's playing a bit of an old... If you notice, Ishmael's in the corner with his hood up. Yeah, I was a bit... Rather, I didn't really looking want to be rather, in it. Yeah, looking rather dark. And he's playing a part ripped off a 1980s arcade machine. <laughs> and we actually got asked by one person what kind of synth it was. And I just felt a bit like I'd let him down by just miming. <laughs> It was like a Street Fighter clone machine, which was too big to move into my new house. Like so Wayne, Wayne gutted an old arcade machine uh, from the 80s and put in uh, a PC inside it with a, a game emulator with all the old 16-bit coin-operated games. It was gaming. awesome. 4,000 games since 1978 on about to 1993. Yeah. It was amazing. But then he moved and he couldn't... Yeah, it. and the gypsies had to take it away. We can't say gypsies. That's not PC. Gypsy. No, they did, but the gypsies took it well, away. Well, they did, yeah. You okay. can't say gypsies. You said it three times. What <laughs> did you say then? Do you say the Romany... Don't you say something? No. Travellers. Yeah, travellers. Traveller. Okay, the nomadic travellers <laughs> took it away. I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> now I know I'm not going to move to Wales. That's the gypsy problem. <laughs> <laughs> he said gypsy. <laughs> Yeah, if, if you guys are riddled with gypsies, there's no way I'm coming there. <laughs> We're riddled with them, but yeah, it is an issue. Are you guys ready to move to the quick hit portion of the interview? Definitely. Yeah, go for it. Great, then let's start here. Give me your brief comments on Brexit. Oh, Brexit. I, I, we all voted Remain, you didn't we? Yeah. Um, Brexit. Uh, what rhymes with Brexit? Uh, Exit, which yeah. is why... It, Brexit is in Brexit. Brexit sucks. Well, Brexit, I don't know. Brexit is just, I think it's, Britain on its own is going to be a disaster. And, you know, Europe, I think we needed all the help we could get from them. So we'll see. Perhaps we'll have a war or something. Just finish us (laughs) off completely. Rub the old bloody lot of us into the ocean. Well, maybe what you should do is have Donald Trump build a wall and have Scotland pay for it. (laughs) There's a film about that, isn't there? Where they build a ball across Scotland. Doomsday. Doomsday. Bloody terrible film. <laughs> yeah. Um, how do you feel about the... I mean, you know, it, it, it's a bit of a... I mean, obviously, we're miles away from it, but it's a bit unsettling. It's a bit like... Have you heard of Jimmy Savile? He's like a disgraced radio uh, presenter from our country who turned out to be a paedophile. And from where we are, Donald Trump has a similar kind of reputation. Is it a bit unsettling that he's the sort of voted leader? Why don't you guys go first and give me your perspective as outsiders? I think it's a lot like Brexit. I think it's a lot of people who are unhappy with the way that the system is and just voting to change it. It's brought up the worst yeah. in everyone. It's, a, it, it's an anti-establishment vote, it is. And if you look at it from a different perspective, I think it's more understandable. 
Uh, but whether it's a genuine anti-establishment uh, yeah. movement is hard to discern. <laughs> but what you've got to remember, I think, you know, Bill Burr, the comedian, he said about the pendulum shifting from left to right. And it does every decade or two decades. You know, people get bored of too much right and then they go back to the left. People get bored of too much left and they go back to the right. And I just think we're in that sort of situation at the moment. You know? I, th- I think it's weird that, like, you have a, your country has a president that isn't Corey Feldman. You know, Corey Feldman would be an absurd choice, but it's not even Corey Feldman. It's Donald <laughs> Trump. I mean, wasn't he getting his head shaved in WrestleMania a few years ago and now he's the president? It is fucking weird, man. Excuse my language. It looks weird from the outside. What's it look like from the inside? It looks really bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did listen to your, your last <laughs> podcast and I uh, got a bit of a, a different angle, which is refreshing. I think from the outside, lots of people are, are freaking out. And I think your guest, I forget his name, said something like, you know, he's looking on social media and people were posting comments like, it's the end of Western civilization. And uh, and he's watching people melting down and uh, and he's finding it funny. And it, it just gave me a different perspective, you know. It was, yeah, it was interesting. I would say two things. One, I don't think one president for one or two terms can bring down the country. So there's no need to panic. Uh, and two, I don't think Donald Trump, the candidate, is the same as Donald Trump, the president. During the campaign, I think that was largely a persona that he created to get elected. Yeah. yeah. He, was, yeah. he was surprisingly dignified in his acceptance speech. I thought he'd be like, fuck all you lot. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, well, he right, had a bit of dignity right. to him, which yeah, is a yeah. surprise. And also, I, I watched a lot of his TV interviews from the past like, 10, 20 years. And he's very composed and intelligent and like, all sorts of issues like drugs and uh, other things. I, I was quite taken back by the, by the difference, you know. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Okay, moving on. Can any of you do an American accent? Uh, which region? Oh! Wow. What New, New York? New York? <laughs> that is, <laughs> that is not, That's not good. Um, what is, how does Texan go? You, you were listening to a gentleman from uh, Texas. Coral! Coral! What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> do Rick from The Walking Dead. Oh, I'm so sorry uh, about this. Oh, God, this is hold awful. On, hold on, um, oh. Hello, buddy. How about some cookies? That's <laughs> you're just being a nine-year-old from a 1950s film or something. I think the answer you're looking for is... No. No. <laughs> yeah, those were bad. Okay. <laughs> Can any of you do a French or a German accent? Oh, oh Steve, you're good at French. Steve's really good at accents. Uh, yeah, of course, Steve. Uh, do a good German. You cannot talk like that, Roger. You must... Uh, more angry, Steve. More angry. I must be more angry when I'm being the German. You're not in the room. This is That's so... It. Offensive. Now do your dumb slap. Do French. Now do French. French. Romantic Frenchman. Uh, uh, Something sexy. Oh, uh, when you look so beautiful tonight, the glint in your eye, uh, the sag in your uh, face there. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> yeah. It, the answer again, I think, is no. No, no we can't. <laughs> uh, that's okay. At least I was entertained. Oh, good. <laughs> Do you guys celebrate Christmas? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Is it part of your tradition to believe in Santa Claus as a child? Yeah, check. We have an. In, we've got a tradition in this band of doing a Christmas song and video every year. 
So if you go to a YouTube channel, you can check out. Is it we got four years worth now? Four Just or to, five years. Yeah, yeah. type in Hunters Are Christmas. I think there's a playlist on there, and we'll be doing one this year too. Last yeah. year's is disappointing because we hadn't prepared very well. So Santa, <laughs> rather than having the normal traditional beard, was wearing a panty pad. Yeah. Which looks kind of oh. convincing, but I think I might have ruined it now. <laughs> no, I think that only makes it better. Okay. <laughs> So do any of you guys have a sad story about how, how you found out Santa Claus wasn't real? I remember working out the Father Christmas didn't exist when I was about seven years old. And um, I remember being too sort of, I didn't want to disappoint my parents. So I pretended, you I still, I, I pretended that I still believed in him until I was 14. So that sounds like a, a post hoc justification for being immature, Wayne. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, I, we weren't allowed to have Father Christmas in our house. Well, yeah, because yeah. it was a vicarage. Yeah, Ishmael's dad was a canon. Not an actual canon, that's a rank of vicaring. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we weren't allowed to have Santa, it's sacrilegious. Quite famous canon, he was on TV, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, if you're a vicar, it's easy getting on telly, I think. <laughs> Do any of you want to tell me about your first jobs? Um, my, fir my first job was folding mail sacks in the Royal Mail. Uh, and I liked it. I, for four hours, you'd have to fold old, dirty sacks. Uh, but the worst thing about it was that you would be bitten by old fleas. <laughs> Absolutely bitten to buggery. It was incredible. But the best thing about it, actually, was they gave you a free breakfast. So I remember having double sausage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fleas and sausage. I, I'll put up with pretty much anything if you're giving me double sausage. <laughs> did any of you guys get in trouble in school? Yeah, yeah Wayne did. Yeah. I, I got in trouble for making blow darts. Um, there was... I learned of this thing you could do with the end of a shoelace and a embroidery pin and an empty pen. And I thought it was really fun. You could make blow the blow dart into the fire dough. And it all got a bit out of hand when people were copying me. And then all of a sudden, there was reports coming back from parents of kids going home with needles in their asses. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had a big meeting in assembly and they used me as the primary example. Uh, as the person who started this blow dart craze. Well, you had. No one got blinded. <laughs> but, I, yeah. yeah. I was once, I'm old enough that you could still get beaten in school, and I was once beaten for delivering a message. I was told to go see a particular member of staff and give him a message. He was the one who hit all the kids. And I was so frightened when I went in, I couldn't speak. So he assumed that I was just there to be beaten, pulled my trousers down, whacked me with a stick... In fact, he made me choose the stick, I remember. And then that was it. And then I, I, I had to go and see the other teacher and say, I haven't given Mr. Me Mr. Davis the message, oh, I'm afraid. I got, so I got shaken violently by Mr. Lee. Don't say his name. Oh, sorry, by a teacher. <laughs> um, he's probably dead now, anyway. But, um, <laughs> he, we used to have... I was quite young. It was like Trevor Pittman was in the toilets with me and he was wearing um, a knockoff... Or a bootleg E.T. jumper. This is around the same time E.T. came out on video, so I probably would have been around six or seven. And we used to have this game where we could see who could pee the highest. And um, he had his arm in a plaster cast, which makes it worse. And we were both trying to see who could pee the highest. And I totally backed accident, I swear. I accidentally peed on his shoulder. 
And um, I was like, I'm really sorry, please don't tell. And he said he wouldn't tell. And then he told me. And then the teacher came to get me and like violently shook me for peeing on a... You did piss on him. Yeah, but it wasn't my fault. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, if you can't get in trouble for peeing on someone, what, what, what else would you get? <laughs> a girl in my school uh, once... I don't think kids really did this, but she decorated the entire school toilets with her own feces. Uh, it's not, Jesus It's Christ. not a funny story. It transpires that, you know, she, she had mental health issues that we weren't aware of, but... I did that in cabs. <laughs> no, you what? didn't. I did, right? And I had to, my first day in cabs, I had to run, run home because I, I was so young. I, I knew I'd made a terrible mistake. Right, the youth, that's not a, a choice made by young people. That's a choice made by nutters. Well, no, I, there was no toilet paper there and I was having a number two. So then I thought the only way to get round to this is to... Wipe it onto the walls. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's a, a poor Ron, decision. Save it for, th- for group therapy. <laughs> <laughs> after I'd done it for a couple of, about two or three times, and then real, it hit me, it's like, what am I doing? I'm wiping feces on the wall. And then rather than like try to clean it off or explain myself, I just ran home. So then uh, I'd gone missing. I was a seven, eight-year-old kid actually gone missing um, from uh, cabs. But it was parents. easy to find you because you were covered <laughs> in your own pup. <laughs> Yeah, it's terrible. Okay, yeah. Never, never done it since. Yeah, well. you, you might have to edit that. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Too late, Rod. Unlucky Rod, you'll never get a job. That's exactly what that question's designed for. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys Monty Python fans? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I was surprised that uh, when I went to the States, um, how everyone, uh, well, one of the first few things they might ask you is, are you a Monty Python fan? It's like, I'm surprised how everyone knew it, you know, everyone knew about it. Well, yeah. Life of Brian was banned. In Swansea, but only in Swansea. It was banned just in Swansea? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That, that happened until a few True. years ago, isn't it? About five, six oh, yeah. years ago? Yeah, look it, look it up. It only got made legal in Swansea six years ago. <laughs> Something like that. So between the two of them, which do you think is more established, the People's Front of Judea or the People's Judean Front? People's Front of Judea. <laughs> We're all people's front of yeah, yeah. I, like, I like the popular front, man. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is there anything you guys want to promote? Um, well, you are looking for work, Rod. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking for work at the moment. <laughs> no, I tell you what, I was thinking, I haven't spoken to you about it, but I was thinking of putting like a TV version of the Hamza's Are film up for Christmas, just beeping over the swear words or changing some of them. If you so, fancy a silly Christmas, why not check out the Hands of Zar movie? Yeah, if you go to the Hands of Zar Facebook page, we'll be releasing our musical slash adventure action film uh, at Christmas time. Check. For, for free. For check free. it out. Free. Check it out. Free. 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 Zar with a CZ, not a TS. Yeah. Free. Free. <laughs> Is there anything you can give me a scoop on that you haven't shared with anyone else? Uh... What do we know that other people don't? <laughs> I don't know. Do we know anything other people don't? Uh, the, who knows about the dark web? Everyone um, knows about the dark oh, web. Oh, everyone. Okay. Yeah. Uh, For example, uh, Lisa Gale said that she had a new album coming out and she hasn't told anyone yet. All ah, right. Uh-huh. Um, well, we've heard Lisa Gale's got a new album coming out, but she hasn't told anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll stick with that. That's it. I think that's good enough. <laughs> yeah. Guys, thank you very much for coming on the Gravity Beard podcast. Thank you for asking. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. 
Uh, good day, mates. Au <laughs> revoir. <laughs> Seriously, though, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. Best of luck to you. Yeah. Pleasure. Thank you. Give, give my love to Lisa Gale Aldred. Yeah. Say, say hello from us. And enjoy your breakfast. We're off to bed now. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Okay, See ya. Cheers, man. Bye. Bye. You can find the Hounds of Czar on YouTube and SoundCloud. You can also say hello to them on Twitter or Facebook. Please do check them out. As you can tell, they're great guys, but they're also very talented and deserve our support. And now for our intern update. Despite the chaos of Caitlyn Jenner's arrival, everything was going smoothly. Our top contenders, Dennis the Plumber, Melinda, our rap battle champion, Troy, our origami specialist, and Lou, our little person, were competing fiercely in each of the competitions. Then Jenner, feeling ignored, decided to create her own competition, midget tossing. She grabbed Lou suddenly and threw him as far as she could. Jenner stands 6'2 and weighs 194 pounds, and being a former Olympian, she has tremendous strength. Lou is in the hospital. We're going to have to regroup and decide how to address the situation. Stay tuned. If you're an avid podcast listener, I'd like to make a recommendation. Try out the More Gooder Than podcast. It's a movie review show hosted by my good friend Chris Brayton and his buddies Corey and Donnie. Become a home tree. You won't regret it. The Gravity Beard Podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere else you consume podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter or Instagram at TheGravityBeard. And, of course, we're on Facebook. You can also email us at contactthebeard at gmail.com. We definitely want to hear from you. And if you feel like it, stop on iTunes and give us a rating and a review. Hey, Liam, what's our theme song? In the Mix by Jake Dexter. That's right, and you can find him all over the internet by searching Jake Dexter or Jake Dexter Music. As you might expect, this episode features music by our friends the Hounds of Czar. Already told you where to find their stuff. And now we're treating you to Quit in Time by Patrick Lee, CC by NCSA 3.0. You can search for him by name at freemusicarchive.org. Here's what's ahead on the show. Josh Hallmark, host of Our Americana, will join us. He and his partner spent six months traveling all over the U.S. and Canada, and they lived out of a van while doing it. When they landed in Brooklyn, Josh took his inspiration and started a podcast. Then in early February, we'll do our NFL postseason show and discuss the Super Bowl. After that, we'll jump out of the frying pan into the fire as my friend Dave from Cleveland joins us to investigate the origin of common idioms. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. There was reports coming back from parents of kids going home with needles in their asses. <laughs> you did piss on him. Yeah, but it wasn't my fault. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> You know, Corey Feldman would be an absurd choice, but it's not even Corey Feldman. It's Donald Trump. I mean, wasn't he getting his head shaved in WrestleMania a few years ago and now he's the president? Wayne, put a vest on, get into bed. He said gypsy! Hands as I'm proud to say I'm in this two pence outfit. Thanks for sticking around for the bonus music by the Hounds of Czar. Here's the first song, and it's probably my favorite. It's called Eskimo. Hey, yo, 
I'm an Eskimo, I just go with the flow When I'm chilling in my igloo, old school Like my father before me, my father before him And the man on the TV Like, like the skills on the beach, no false chills On the snow-covered mountain hills Let's go, I live in an igloo next door Back to the front door, like fish raw, like polar bear paw Fresh, like an ice cube, this frozen dough's for home my number one Nicky Yesco mad kills like an ice top dark but Heads up, like a soft white seam pop, like a hole in the ice is alright in the way out snow white. It's penguin time! When you fly black lines, kick round behind, why don't you get your spear and stab a face? Beat chopping, block robbing, make hot beats on the high I'm teething. Here's song number two. It's called Glass Owl. Hounds of Zard do a new Christmas song every year. This one's called What You Want.
Just a reminder, you can find all of these songs and more by searching for The Hounds of Zar on YouTube or SoundCloud. We'll finish by delivering on our promise. Here's The Hounds of Zar doing their version of Lisa Gale's song, The Three Second Rule.